Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we will be reviewing that... Classic. Classic. <laughs> the Blob that was done in... Released in 1958. Now, this is the original one with... Um, Steve uh, McQueen. Like Steve McQueen in it. There's a later one done in 1980-something, mm. right? Uh, 1988, I think. Uh, yeah, 1988, yeah. yeah. And um, there was some talk about doing another remake in the past couple of years, yeah, but I think, I think that died. Yeah, according, I think it was Rob Zombie who was yeah, going to no, do he, it. Yeah, but he, he dropped out of the he project and somebody else was going to pick it up and run with it, but I haven't seen it uh, reach life of a day and I can't find it. Although I do wonder so. what it would be like if Rob Zombie did do it eventually. There'd be naked women running all over the place and sex, drugs and rock and roll and... Mm. All the other good things. I would, li- the I would like to see what <laughs> what idea he may have would have sprung. Rob's Rob always got some interesting ideas. About, Considering that yeah. that's, at this very moment he's looking at making a, a the the monster, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, the monsters. Yeah, okay. a, a movie out of that. I'm well, not. It's, it's, they, it's they're already a little bit past its time. Well, I'll see what he's happens. already re- they're recreating the old monster oh. house, mm-hmm. and I don't. know... But you know, only Fred Gwynn could play Herman, honestly. Mm, you know. True. And, uh, and what Al Lewis was grandpa, and you know, mm. they made the role. Like, yeah, you put somebody else in the clothes, doesn't mm. quite make it. It's sort of like that Mockingbird Lane one. Um, mm. uh, what, is that? What, what was that called? What, uh, um, 1313 Mockingbird yeah, yeah, Lane. And that was, that was a pilot for a TV show which didn't take off. And it was darn good. And what happened? It didn't go anywhere. So, yeah, we need to, I'm going to get a, a dust off a tired old TV program, sitcom, whatever, mm. and try to make it work again. I, I wonder where they get their ideas from. They had mm. something really, really good that didn't take off, and they're going to get something which is past its use by date. They're going to bring it Try to bring it back to life. I don't. Mm. Know, I don't understand it. They also made yeah. um, um, a sequel to this Blob movie called, that was done in 1972. And that was Beware the Blob or Son of the Blob or mm. whatever. Yeah, different oh. names. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that that was a bit sort of tongue in cheek. Sort of. Yeah, it wasn't as serious as the first movie. Yeah, and yep. um, finally, finally on this chopping block that came out just the same year as the 1988 Blob. The um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was came, came out at the same time, Mike, and they used a similar story from the blog, or similar, well, the, similar characteristics from the blog. I was going to mention that later on, but I think you know, they said that they, 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 they bought a couple of things. I think they, bought, they got the script and took out the blob bit, put the clown bits in, and just moulded the story a bit to suit the, yeah. the clown yeah, situation. Yeah, in but other words, yeah. um, poking fun out of um, the old 1950s um, yeah, movies in general. Fun. Yeah, but the point is that if a killer clown from our space was supposed to be an independent script, okay. the policeman there... It was His called name Dave, was Dave. The same as the other guys. And they had a, a good cop and a bad cop situation. They had teenagers in at the beginning of the movie. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. And one, blah, hor- blah, blah, and blah. one boring yeah. cop who acts all um, hateful to all the yeah. teens in just, general. It was too much of the same movie. And I, and I think, come on, get a grip. You, you, re, th- you, you pretty much rewrote the first yeah, movie. I think that yeah. throughout <laughs> the movies, um, they always have um, a good cop, bad cop in... In, yeah. in either sci-fi or horror, and most of the time they don't believe yeah. the kids, and then once halfway through or way to the end, they then believe yeah. them, or now, they get killed off now, by the creatures. Bearing in mind, this was not an A movie, this is the B movie. Right. It was made for the drive-in circuits, yeah. Back in those days, back in the 50s, they yeah. were, the car culture and the driving culture was yeah. pretty strong, and it was pretty much made... For a drive-in teenage audience, yeah, as and for a B mm. at the time, it was pretty good, it was pretty good. Yeah, and good. it it did get. It was done really on a skinny budget, mm. and I made a monster. Mm, and it made, yeah, exactly, monster. A lot of money. Uh, now this is a sci-fi horror film. It was not intended to be a comedy. Ah. Okay, so having said that, produced by a guy called Jack Harris, uh, directed by. Irvin Yeaworth, Yeaworth um, story by Irving Milgate, written by uh, Kay Lineker and Theodore Simonson. I think it's the right pronunciation of the name. Yeah. Now, uh, da, da, da. it was made to go as a double feature with I Married a Monster from Outer Space. I heard that one. That's a good movie. I saw that one. Uh, 
Some of my friends think that their, their wives are like that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Um, obviously, Sarah's going to tell you the story, but yeah, you know, I won't uh, tell you too much. Just mention um, some of the characters. Well, I'm going to in a minute. I'm talking. But you do, you do it to me all the time, don't you? You talk at me when I'm doing your bit, and I'm supposed to shut up when you're talking? Hmm. Will you stop doing that? Hmm. Right, thank you. All right. Okay, now I was going to say, I was going to bit here about. Uh, just mention. Oh, folks. Lord. Jesus hit me again. Now, um, a bit about the the thingy wingy, the, uh, the antagonist, the, the creature. So I won't talk about that. How I'll move on to budget. Budget was one hundred and ten thousand. Oh, sorry, and one hundred and ten thousand dollars back in those days, I believe, and a box office at four million. Now, that's a really, really good return on the money, despite what the reviewers said. Yeah, mm. which I'll review. I'll talk about the reviewers later on. Now, in so far as the actors, there's a lot of actors because I had a lot of bit actors and people running around and ever decreasing circles. But I'll go through the main ones. Mm. Steve McQueen plays Steve Andrews, teenage boy who's just going on twenty eight. <laughs> well, he was twenty eight when he did the movie. Um, and he's supposed to be playing a teenager kid. Yeah, yeah, uh, still in high school. Mm. Um, Anita. Corso or Corso or whatever. I, I, I think it's Corso uh, plays plays Jane Martin. That's the girlfriend, and she's she's a teenage girl going at twenty five. Earl Rowe plays Lieutenant Dave Barton. He's a sort of a good cop who tolerates the kids and tries to be fair and yeah with them and everything. Yeah, well, the Bert yeah. one is a total. Uh, yes, I'm going to get on the Jim Burt yeah. later on. Mm. Now, there's, a, there's an old joker in the movie who gets killed off by the monster early in the piece. His name's Olin Howlin, H-O-W-L-I-N. He plays Barney, the old man. Now, he was a bit actor in so many movies through his life. This was his last movie. He died the following year. But if anyone has ever seen the, the sci-fi called Them about the giant ants, he's a crazy guy in the hospital bed saying, oh, I want to go in the army, give me the booze, yeah, that sort of stuff. That is the same guy. He just did about a couple of years older. But that was done about three or four years. I think that was done in 1954, if my memory serves me correctly. This one's done in 58, and he died in 59. So... Um, I won't say my thoughts about his family. It's been a couple of years now. Hey, Dan. Yeah. I mean, Mike, I mean, I was just thinking, when they did Killer Clowns, do you think that the reason they changed it was because another studio was doing the blob and they thought no, if, if they no, did the blob at the no, same time, they will get no, in the big trouble? No, I think someone grabbed the script and said, hey, I think I can rehash this and make another movie out of it. Mm. That's all it is. Now, uh, Stephen Chase plays Dr. Helen, who... Uh, tries to help uh, the old guy, and he gets eaten by the monster as well. Mm. Uh, and John Benson plays Sergeant Jim Burt, who hates teenagers because hey, teenage uh, kid, male, female, whatever, driving a car on the on the highway somewhere rather, T-boned or whatever his wife's car. Now I don't know whether his wife died or anything else. They just said uh, there was an accident. Hmm. So I don't know whether he's uh, very, very upset about his wife going or just the fact that he had to pay through pairs on the car. Now, uh, <laughs> I won't talk about all the other people. There's lots of other yeah, people in it. I mean, but, um, um, yeah. Let's just focus on um, those few people. And, they're the main, and, they're the main well, ones. Well, most of them deal with a lot of teen kids, but we'll be... I'll be running. I'll be very boring. You guys to death by whom's whom in this. So uh, I'll just stick to. Um, uh, and I couldn't find the dog's name. So I'll stick Very to bad. Steve, Jan, um, um, Jane. Jane, and Dave, Lieutenant. They're the, Dave, main, they're the main ones, really. So yeah. I'll just stick on the blob to, and the blob the, and, and the blob. blob. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll begin the story. Hey, the blob didn't have any credits. No, it didn't. The blob must have played itself. <laughs> Mm, okay. Anyway, so the story begins in Lover's Lane, where where Steve and J- Jane are slurp, slurp, slurping slurp. And, and kissing and <laughs> and getting down to business. It's so weird. Throughout these movies, you hear about Lover's Lane, and yet we only see a little bit until in the 1950s, and then we find out much later in the 
90s. What then we found out what they're really up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's because the movies, they would not allow us they to see no, more than that. The, yeah, the, uh, the censorship bull would have killed them if they actually showed them what they're really trying yeah, to get up to. Yeah, yeah. getting undressed <laughs> and doing the... Uni- no, um, they not, the, no uh, they're not doing the hunker chunker in the car. No, 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 no. no I no. seem to remember, I think George Lazenby said he did the, you know what, in a, in a car and... And all that stuff. Well, if you had a big car, it's okay. We get a little piss party car. <laughs> it's really all you got your feet dangling out the window and everything. It. And, uh, it's not comfortable. So, at all, anyway, but, yeah. they then see um, something coming out of the sky. <laughs> and they, at first, they wanted to go and they go and check it out. And, like, and, and the, one of the um, an, uh, old hermit, the um, old guy oh, we right, mentioned, yeah. Bernie, whatever his name is. Uh, Barney. Barney, sorry, guys. Barney, the old man. So Barney, um, he, he comes down. The dog tells him to stay inside the house while he goes and investigates. And he finds this little meteor thing. Yeah, encrusted in a crust, and he tries to, and he pokes it, and, and it then cracks open. Cracks open, and inside is a weird substance. He then picks yeah. at it with a stick, and then and to quote a line that me and Mike were saying last night, don't mm-hmm. poke at it, don't poke at it, you know that stuff, it sounds like yeah. poking a zit or something, it, and then, yeah, don't pick on it, don't pick it, it might, yeah. it might <laughs> and then eventually it slivers up the stick, and, and then onto his arm, grabs onto his, his arm, hand. Yeah. and then yeah. he starts yelling, ah, ah. It's, it's, it's starting to dissolve his hand, yeah. that, was a real, that would really hurt, it's like, Putting your hand with a bowl of acid or something. Yeah, or yeah. he then runs and he, he gets nearly... Get, gets down to the road. Gets down to the road and nearly gets run over by um, Steve. Steve <laughs> well, what's, uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Steve and Jane. Yeah. On the, cause they, were, they were chasing the, uh, the meteor. They, were, they wanted to find it and they couldn't yeah. find it. The butler up in the same area. Yeah, yeah, so they end up taking the man to the doctor who was making plans for the week. Canned to yeah, he's going away to a conference over the weekend but, or something. And he told everyone, which is very important part of the story, which kind of, well, you'll soon see. Just roll on. So anyway, they take him to the um, dock and and ask him to look after the man. They, he gave some a sedative. Yeah, because and, he was in pain. Yeah. yeah. And he, well, eventually um, sleeps it off, or not sleeps well, it off. Well, he just goes to sleep, yeah. Yeah. And then the kids were told to go back to his um, home to see if any of his family may be worried about him. Yeah, yeah. And I went up there, and they couldn't find, they found a little dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before that, they, they nearly came, they came close to doing a, what's they, what do they call it, um, um, they end up nearly having a race with a they bunch of other kids. They had a race with another kid. And they raced backwards. Who they said, he said, oh, I can beat you going backwards. So he said, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to race you just the way you want. What do you mean? I'm going to do it backwards. Yeah. And, and, they, and wait a minute. And they, they did a backwards race from traffic, one, one set of traffic lights to the other. <laughs> and their, their friendly neighbour policeman sitting in the car yeah. there. And if he's back to them, he saw them in the river as a mirror. Yeah. And <laughs> of course he got Steve saying, now, what were you doing? Nothing, officer. I was just, yeah. yeah, and he says, uh, you're, you're, you're racing and you're doing it backwards. And what shall I charge you with? Yeah. Well, he's going backwards, so he wasn't going forwards. So yeah. Is it still a moving violation going backwards? Maha. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, moving back along. So anyway, we're back on. to the old man's cabin. And, and they found the puppy dog. They found the dog and yeah. um, they then plan on taking him well, Jane decides to take him but, yeah, to Yeah, the old man's going to be in hospital. Yeah, so they, thought, yeah, so, so they yeah. end up heading back to the doctors and Dot, the, the little creature is now absorbed the poor man, yeah, the dead he, man. Yeah, he su- sucked him up and while it's all going on, the doctor phoned his nurse to come in and give him a hand Yeah, and then the nurse had been gobbled up yeah, by his blob Yeah, he also phoned um, another doctor. I think it was the doctor he planned on dri- driving to this conference mm, thing, but... Yeah. But he wasn't there, mm. so he left a message for yeah, him or whatever. Exactly. Anyway, and so um, he, when he comes back in the room, the nurse is gone, the little old man's gone, and the blob's there. Well, and actually, it, he asked the nurse to throw some acid onto the blob, that, and that. somehow it absorbs the acid. And it then, didn't hurt it. Didn't hurt it. Yeah, and as he's trying to grab a shotgun. Um, she got gobbled she up, then um, gets scared and knocks over one of the a lamp, um, a lamp and, and, and turned the place pitch black. 
and then the blob gobbled her up. Yeah, and he gobbled up the um, doctor, which Steve Saw at the time through the window. Through the window, because he just came, got back there to report back to the doctor. Yeah, he mm. then goes to the police, and you know what the police and they meet the Bert, the policeman who says, "Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all it's a prank. A, yeah, 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 yeah." Of course, he doesn't believe them. Yeah, yeah. Although Dave is there with him, and they decide to go investigate, and they go down there and. They find they're, ra- the- they're rather suspicious circumstances, but yeah. Bert still thinks it's a setup. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they just get they go inside the building. Oh, oh, someone else arrives who turns out to be his ha- either his cleaner or housekeeper, and she goes on saying that he was going off to a convention, and sh- and sure enough, he was not going to be be there, obviously. Yeah. And but then they but they left a message to try yeah. contacting where and he was supposed to be could, staying. Yeah, and they couldn't contact him. And the place him. was a mess because and then she makes she tells the do- the police guys that he's always leaving the do- the um, doors unlocked, stuff like that. Yes, he's already warned him so many times before, yada yada yada. Yeah, and so they they don't really have any evidence or any yeah, fu- yeah, no proof. What's they going think on? that maybe the the place was burglarized or something, or maybe um a prank, and which they still don't believe Steve is um yeah is How capable. Rude. Anyway, they they call the the kids' parents. Each um mum each dad is arrives and yeah, one's a school. Uh, Jane's dad's a school principal, principal, and I think Steve's dad owns a local. Uh, uh, grocery store mark yeah. or grocery and mark or something. Of course, yeah. Steve's dad believes, sort of believes him, but Jane, of course, didn't witness said the said blob that attacked the doctor. So she can't really. Um, well, she was at the front. She, she wasn't. Yeah. She can't really um, confirm to the um, that to the police that she saw seen it too. And therefore, the evidence is thrown out. <laughs> well, they, 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 there's no real proof apart from one person saying, I saw something and there's no one to corroborate yeah, it. so mm. they say, t- take the kids home, of course. And later that night, Bert and Jen decide to go out and try to find this creature and stuff oh. like that. Of course, while Jen is stepping out of her house, she meets a little brother. He reminds me a little bit of my nephew He's a little cute. bit. He's adorable. He's our guy's four, yeah. and he loves me. Yeah, and I love him. I love his little um, mind. <laughs> He's so my adorable. My little Mark, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love his little cheer. Anyway, you move anyway, along. Anyway, she then along, tells yeah. him that she, if he's a good boy and looks after his mum and dad, she'll bring back a puppy all his own. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this, so she heads off and meets up with Steve, and Steve still feels like he's the least person to believe that something has happened and this creature that was attached to the old man is now attacked gosh knows how many other people in the neighborhood he thinks it's dangerous gee yeah <laughs> and there are the so they end up getting back up they got some of the the kids who's they who do the drag race with them the, the, yeah, that's what I'm yeah and told them that what's happened and said that we must warn people yada 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 and so they tried to warn people but and no but one believed them gee why am I not surprised Jane and and Steve they go search for the man, old man's dog and they do find it eventually or yeah. and but along the way we see the blob um attacking them or trying to attack them eventually they head into the freezer and somehow the blob doesn't enter the well, freezer you didn't, you didn't even say went to the market no they went into the market which is you it see. Steve's dad's store yeah. which is open and the cleaner wasn't there yeah mm. so they end up inside the mm. fridge and the blob doesn't somehow go near the fridge he doesn't like the cold yeah which plays an integral part in the story later yeah, on yeah it slippers mm. the way like a, like a snake yeah, it runs backwards a snake is scared of a Whatever. Like water running uphill. Anyway. Anyway, um, they then head out, and of course they're running out of options. So, so they think of only one thing they can by warning people. They then send. They end up um, sending out the alarm, fire alarms, and air raids, air wave so alarms, sirens. Whatever. Yeah, everything to wake the people up. The townsfolk yeah. were really happy about Not this really. in the middle of the night. Yeah, 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 and eventually everyone arrives at the his dad's store and he tells them about the creature and um at first um Bert keeps saying this guy is acting or this is all a prank yada yada but Dave says 
finally, there I might, believe them. Or there I might believe. be some danger here, so go back to your homes. We'll keep you informed via local radio. Yeah, station. and yep. then mm-hmm. we hear a scream down the street. Somehow the blob has come inside the the movie cinema. Yeah. That the same movie cinema where he met up with his friends with earlier on. Steve's friends who were going to the movies. Lucky, early. hey, he got them out just in time. What are friends for, hey? Yeah, and of course, this is the famous scene. It's been used like in it's several only movies. movies. So we see the blob and come through has, the projector windows. Area. Yeah, and has been used for a number of other things I've noticed over the years. Has been, yeah, cool. has, has. Mm. yeah, it's a popular scene where we watch the kids running out of the cinema and the gooey bit coming out of the wall and the gooey bits coming out of the wall gross stuff yeah, yeah. anyway who's got to clean up oh, yeah Lord, so know. they try to shoot at it and stuff but it keeps absorbing bullets and well, we'll anything go straight through it mm. you, you, you shoot a jelly and see what happens Good it'll point. just sit there and wobble a bit yeah, yeah. anyway um, Jane's brother um, he comes there and tries to shoot the creature with his your with cap his gun. Um, cap gun. Oh, I will kill boy. And of course, Jane and him and Steve, they try to run inside, um, what do they call it? A sm- those weird diner a things? A diner, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, know, they know what a diner is in America. Yeah. yeah. So they head inside there, and of course, the blob starts jump going over it. And yeah, it's getting big by now. Yes, yes, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, they then call the, pl- they then the. Um, David then decides to call, kind of use the phone, use a, tries to phone inside the diner. Of yeah, sorts. and they get, they get a line in. Yeah, yeah and mm. of course, um, luckily enough, David leaves the, the phone off the hook. Otherwise, they would have not got yeah. news. Yeah, the phone off the hook, and they went to the, the downstairs, the basement, yeah. and they realised. Yeah. Before we get to that, Dave figures that they may drop um, Some power a power line on top of the blob so. in order to probably kill it or something. So Bert being ex-army shoots the uh, the mounting for the wire on the telegraph pole or the mm-hmm. electrical pole yeah. and the wire falls down onto the blob goes yeah. crackle, crackle, crackle and not a bloody thing happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've and Steve, Jan, and her little brother, and the um, in um, diner owners are in the basement, and they are running out of time, and, and they're it, running out of oxygen. Yeah, and also because when they set off the electrical thinking on the blob, it started somehow or other. It started the fire inside the diner. Yeah, considering the electricity was outside and couldn't get through the diner. Yeah, so there's the, no explanation. Yeah, the fire so the yeah. the owner then takes out um, a gas. Um, a CO2, a CO2 fire, fire extinguisher. And CO2's cold. So mm. he fires out um, a bit of fire, and then we notice straight away the blob is uh, recoiling bit, re- from recoiling. it. Recoiling. Mm. And then Steve grabs it, and then he starts spraying out the blob. And he goes and away. And he then figures out the, the weakness to this blob. It don't like the cold. You know what? Neither yeah. do I. And soon <laughs> enough, he shouts up to the phone that's probably still upstairs, and he says to Dave that, that we need... CO2. Um, yeah, so he then decides to, he then calls the fire chief and asks him, do we have any CO2 yeah, got a few. type um, fire extinguishers? Yeah. And he says he has a few, and he then, then the um, principal who was there at the time, he, he, he says he 20 has 20 at the school. So he and a bunch of the boys head down to the school to get them. And of course, at one point, he he couldn't find he didn't have the keys on him. So he picked up he broke up a rock, picked up a rock, and he broke into his own school. Yeah. And all the kids say, "Hey, right, we've always wanted to break windows." Yeah. yeah. So they then head inside. He grabs they grab as many extinguishers they can, and then they head back to the site and start spraying the blob with all yeah, their. Oh, well, initially around the window of the basement so the people can get out. Yeah. Steve, uh, Jane, uh, the, the, f- diner the diner owner, owners. the uh, waitress. And little Danny, little boy. Yeah, and eventually, um, they they then get out. And De- Steve asks, "Is it dead?" And Dave says, "I don't think it will ever be dead I because think, I don't think we can kill it." Yeah, yeah. Like you said at one stage. He yeah. then explains that well before that, Dave was actually on the on the phone to the to Washington trying to figure out a plan of getting rid of this thing. They wanted thing. to get a, a Globemaster aeroplane and to come there. No. At one no, point... I'm talking about blowing it up. Bef- and he said, no, yeah. that won't work. Because that and would spread in, it fast. Yeah, and in the end, he said, they run a Globemaster and we said, take it up to Antarctic or somewhere rather and, and dump, dump it in the snow and it'll just sit there and just... And yeah, yeah. yeah, and of and course... Hopefully it'll stop it. And of course, Steve adds in at the end, I just hope the Antarctic stays cold, at least cold enough. 
Well, the way it's going at the moment, I won't have So eventually we watch an airplane um, drop what remains of the blob in onto the Antarctic. I mean, what remains? The whole lot of the blob. The whole lot of the blob. And it's now there to this day. Didn't they even give it a scarf or a hot water bottle or anything? And then we get the title card, The End, and then it transforms into a question question mark. mark. Hint, hint, Uh The End. See? Oh, wasn't that exciting, folks? Um, I do think that's an awesome movie, and I do think that I do... I like that in those 1950s movies that can be so interesting. But it, it was a B movie, but it was to me it was a really good B movie, almost an A movie. I think yeah, it's an yeah, A movie yeah. in my book. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though Steve McQueen, he wasn't a big he fan didn't like of the this movie. one. Actually, it's quite funny when he was asked to do, uh, you know, took up the job. Uh, they offered him a low uh, pay plus, but on top of that, uh, once it was released, a percentage of the takings. Wow. And he said, no, I don't think it's going to make any money, so I'll just take $3,000. Oh, no. He's just like that. And they made this for $110,000, and they made about $4 million to the box office. Sounds just which like... Which means he would have had a bucket full of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maybe yeah. that's why the reason he hates it. Well, yeah. You because had, he, he didn't... But he, it was his first didn't. major movie. He had mm. been in about two or three movies before that, mm. only in sort of bit roles. And yes. this was his first major role. So, so this could yeah. have been mm. the reason why he hates it, because yeah. he missed out making um, a probably decent, yeah, decent a decent yeah. bit of money out of it. And what, look, it was not a bad movie. Um, for what it was, I mean, a B-movie on a limited budget, mm. yes, you had a few couple little problems of the special effects, remembering no CGI back in those days, folks. It was purely how they, uh, the DAP, the Director of Photography and the Special Effects guy, mm. can actually make things look like it's really happening. I, admit, yeah. I do like the... Um I like the 1950s. It makes me think of Happy Days and American Graffiti a little bit. Same period, yeah. American Graffiti, uh, Grease. Same sort of period. It's really good fun. It's all, it's, yeah, it's, they've all got the same feel. Yeah, yeah. and mm. I do like it when I think about the drive-in movie theatres. Oh. I mean, I do miss those. I don't know what it's like in America. I mean, we, we've lost all our drive-in theatres. So yeah. I mean, there might be the odd one here and there, but I remember growing up, Again, the drive-ins there, especially yeah. the night, late night shows, the spook mm. shows, as you call yeah. them, uh, and, yeah. and watch the late night movies and stuff. And yeah. come, you know, I had a lot yeah. of fun in those times when we did that because yeah. we were allowed to bring in our own food and oh, maybe yeah, yeah. Um, a few a, a blanket for cold. Yes, yeah, snuck, yeah, snuck in and then and then pray to the, the Lord above that it doesn't rain. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I remember <laughs> time, one time when we went to our first drive-in movie theater. It, it rained, and and we had to um, either had to ch- change the um, the um, special what? speaker for something else because we kept the water rain kept spitting. Oh into yeah, our well, I think I had an FM receiver we could use. But yeah. actually, I remember when I was a kid. All right, no jokes. We had there were, in our local neighbourhood they had an open air theatre. You had a screen like a drive-in theatre with seats in front of it, there was walls around it so the people out in the street couldn't see it, but there was no ceiling. Mm. So what the problem is you go in there, pay, and go sit down there in something like a deck chair or whatever, and if it was winter time, you'd really have you rugged up the nines, the uh, coats and jumpers and scarves and stuff. Otherwise, you'd freeze your things off. Mm. And um, in the summertime, you'd probably be played by mosquitoes and crap and everything else. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it wasn't fun, but... but Oh, that was the only open-air theatre I've ever seen. And now, yeah. I mean, some of the water parks do that now. They have a, they have theatres in the park now mm. where you can go swimming and see a, uh, yeah. an open-air screen, but a designated mm. open-air theatre I haven't seen. Anyway, mm. um, this movie, I do remember years ago, I used to watch this with my sister, and she was having a sleepover at this time. And when I first watched The Blob, I was a little scared at first. And, and I wasn't the only one. I think one of her friends was with us. And she got creeped out by The Blob and they decided to watch something else. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that really well. Yeah, it was Kate, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it Kate. was. Her, her, her idea of a scary movie was Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV series. And that no, not TV series. It was the movie. Movie, okay. yeah, yeah, the comedy, uh, the before the TV series, before Michelle Gellar um, yeah. came oh, on, oh, on the movie, board. Well, okay, yeah. And that wasn't real. That, that, was, that wasn't that scary, really. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. true. It was more of a comedy. Um, comedy action. Just a comedy um, yeah, um, yeah. action. 
But no, when you get real horror, really shocking, thrilling stuff, and yeah. not good for kids. I wouldn't be no. surprised if they watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Should probably be really wetting. Um, we'll, Should never sleep again. We'll never no. sleep again. <laughs> anyway, like, just moving right along here. There's um the um the director uh, Irvin Yeaworth. Yeaworth. Um, this is his second feature film, so this is a second time he directed oh cool so he did i think he did a good job i um, think so yeah, too he did. i like the mm. fact that um just so you guys know the blob is actually mm. the first few scenes of the blob was actually um let me see it was made of uh let me see it was made of a it was a weather balloon in the earlier shots and in the later shots with was actually colored scene cone Gels. Silicon, silicon, yeah. silicone gel, silicon gel, and it was a bit runny, and they'd be able to pour it and then mm. and run, then run the film backwards, make yeah. it look like it's the, yeah, yeah. yeah. In much later on in the story, um, they added um, dye to the blob to make, to make it, it look, like look increasingly red, it redder it, after know. it conceived, consumed, More you food. know, victims, mm. which is kind of cool. I think it kind of made it look creepy and bloody and yeah, gross. It wasn't bad actually. I mean, I mean. Well, again, it gets back to what I said before, no CGI. They had to make it up as it went along. How can we get this effect? And they had to think outside the square in some ways. Yeah. I mean, like some of it was pretty basic stuff. And, and, the, and the critics were picked on that sort of stuff. But crikey, I'd like to see them do better. Yeah. yeah. Another thing about this, the original title for the movie was going to be The, the Glob. The Glob. But there was a book or something of a similar title, and they didn't think they'd do that because there might be a breach of copyright, but it mm. wouldn't have been a breach of copyright because the guy did not invent the name The Glob. It's just the name he used for his book. It is a very funny yeah, name. But well, I think The Blob's better. Yeah. yeah. It's more hey, catchy. Hey, who's seen, um, uh, uh, what's it, Aliens vs. Monster, the cartoon, isn't it? Mm. Is it Bob the Blob? Now, he's a nice little blob. Now, it's not Bob the Glob. It just doesn't grow off your tongue, does it? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that the, they had the it, it, right in the end by calling it the blob the in the blob. end. They want to call it the mass or something else. Yeah, the blob works really good. Mm. Mm, I think it works. The, oh, the big ball of red silicon. Well, that, that doesn't work either. No, no, no. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> meant that. It makes me think of of some of um, Stephen King's um, much much later works they did in the 80s or okay. the 90s, where like that, one, that story about the farmer who... Ends up having oh, that creep show one, I think it was. Isn't it? Yeah, and Stephen that, King actually yeah, played and, the role, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. he has, ends up um, breaking a, a, a meteorite yeah. and, and some gooey stuff gets gooey on stuff, him. and then starts attaching itself on him. Well, no, it's a chainsaw, and he starts to sprout grass mm. or something out of him, or moss or something, and he turns into moss swamp creature or something. You know, really, I thought it was yeah. cool, but it's rather good. It was something, and I mean, uh, I thought to myself, gee. Good movie, Stephen King. Don't give up writing, but acting. Well, you know, he, he wasn't—he's not a great actor. But. <laughs> but I do think it was cool. I mean, the idea that instead of um a, the blob, it's um a weird cr- um creature that makes him turn to a vegetable. Yeah. Well, not vegetable. I've worked with people like that. Mm. Oh, hey, so but, let's look at the reviews. Wait a minute, I'm not finished with my critiques and other bits and pieces and other things yet. Now. Now, I don't normally talk about the music. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the music, as long as it's there and makes uh, it makes its presence felt. But this is different. The film has a comedy song, I suppose, for one of a better expression for its title song. It's called <laughs> The Blob. Now, um, <laughs> and it was written by a young Burt Bacharach and Mark uh, Mac David. Uh, and they actually... Um, put their heads together and came out with this tune. Wait a minute. There's more to it. Now, there was... uh, It was recorded by some session uh, singers called The Five Blobs. That was the name, The Five Blobs Singing the Blob theme song. Actually, it was only one singer, Bernie Knee, overdubbing himself. So it was only one guy singing... The Blob is a, a, quint, is a quintet for when you've got five people. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's, it's quite fascinating. But it's, it, that song ended up on the top 40. Cool. Interesting. 
Um, and it peaked at number 33 on um, uh, Billboard uh, in, in November 58. So stranger things have happened. Um, what else can we talk about before we go into the reviews? Uh, da, 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 da. There was another song they were going to use, called I think it's called Violence or something or other. That was going, yeah, violence. And that was going to be the introduction track, the title track. Uh, but they wanted to actually make it a bit more comical, you know, mm. make it a bit, a bit more lighthearted. Mm. So violence was not used. But uh, later on, a few decades later, they put a compilation album together for the music, mm. and both songs were on that album. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now uh, we talked about the money. It was one of, those, one of the waves of the cheap. Teen movies released back in the drop for the drive-in market. Mention that. Do you do 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 as a double feature? Like I said, I married once from Outer You're Space was the other one. Uh, da, 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 da. It was re-released. He bought the guy actually had it and did it originally. Bought it back and did another double release with another movie uh, called Dinosaurs. So, and it did the double feature uh, trick a bit for a while. Hmm. Now reception. <laughs> All right. What can I say? The audience loved it. Hooray! And so while audience liked it, the critics were not as kind. Oh. No. The, Why is it always just one or yeah, the other? You, I never know. You do not make a movie for the reviewers. You make a movie for the paying public. The people who actually take the hard-earned cash out of their purses and wallets and go to the lady or man and buy a ticket and go there to be entertained. I'm sorry. Reviewers, get a grip, get a life. Um, Now, the review in the New York Times (laughs) highlighted some of the problems and identified some of the positives. Mm -hmm. Although Steve McQueen's taboo was not one of them. Oh, brother. Well, they 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 they, they didn't like his acting in the movie. Maybe if, if you look, if you had an older person doing the review and it's a teen movie, of course not going to like it. You know, of course yeah. these guys are yeah. probably yeah. old, old guys yeah. who don't know. You can't get a real job. They probably yeah. their last great review would have been Dracula, or maybe something or Creature from Black Lagoon, yeah. Yeah. or something like that. Now, anyway, now carrying on the same review, I believe it is concentrating on director Irvin Yeawis' work. Unfortunately, this picture talks itself to death, even with the blob nibbling away at everybody in sight. And most of his trick effects, under the direction of uh, Irvin S. Shaworth Jr., look pretty phony. Well, you are a pretty phony, reviewer. Um, you never look that close at a B-movie as a special effects, honestly. Yeah. Uh, now, the review continued... On the credit side, geez, there's a credit side. Woo. The camera very snugly frames a small town background, a store, a church, several homes in a theatre. Well, whoop de freaking do. That's what the DAP's supposed to do. Oh, uh, the colour is quite the colour is quite good. The blob rolls around in at least a dozen horrible looking flavours, including raspberry. Oh brother. This guy is a moron. He New York like Times. A... I mean, why did you hide this guy back in those days? I got no idea. Oh, he probably sucked. I mean, and here it, his last Sorry. bit was the acting is pretty terrible itself. Oh, there is not a single uh, becomingly familiar face in the movie and the cast. They use fresh faces. That's why. And if you look closely, the old guy from the beginning, the Herman, he was. Um... He wasn't a well-known actor. He was a bit actor in movies. Okay, there's no, maybe not big no. Actor. Ma- no name people in the movie. Okay, and, but you know that's you know. Uh, so he picked the, he picked up the pieces for no real reason apart from the fact that he could. Now Variety oh boy. had a similar action. See McQueen as the star, gamely giving the old college try, but that the dot 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 dot. Uh, star performers, however, uh, are the deluxe color camera work of Thomas Spaulding. And Barton Sloan's uh, special effects. The other guy didn't like the special effects. This guy liked the special effects. Mm. Uh, whatever. Uh, in a discussion with a biologist, he's one. Is, is interesting. In a discussion with a biologist, uh, Richard Dawkins, astrophysic, astrophysicist Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson, stated that. Um, 
among all Hollywood aliens, which were usually disappointing, the blob was his favourite from a scientific perspective. Oh, finally, a, someone with taste. A scientist. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Someone with taste. At long last, we have someone who has some good yeah. input. And now, here it is. And Rotten Tomatoes is the bottom of the list here for some reason. They actually gave it a reasonably good approval rating. Oh, good. It says, in spite of its total-worthy premise oh, and dated special effects, of course, it was dated, it was done back in the 50s. Right? Yeah. Uh, the blob remains a prime example of how satisfying a cheesy B-movie monster thrill can be. Hmm. So, say, allowing for the fact it was done in the 50s and that some things you know, allow for the special effects and stuff and the average dialogue and whatever... It was still a good, it's a good fun movie, mm. and people still liked it. Yeah, I, st- I don't mm. understand. I, mean, I guess you were right. I mean, you could be right about those those ones that wrote those reviews back in the 1950s. I probably thought their 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 way of thinking, or th- their way of thinking, what's a good movie yeah. is um, they want like a gold um, for wind or something or other. Or, yeah, type or yeah, rip, a movie. flick or something, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Now look, it's, it's, it's like me going to a I'm 67, right? Now, it's like me going to a concert uh, with an artist who appeals to anyone under 20. Now, I would go there and say, what's this bloody noise? I'm used to things like the Rolling Stones, the Who, Black Sabbath. Yeah, really good music. And I I really can't come to terms with modern music. Mm. That's not because it's bad. It's just not... Well, I'm used to. I just don't like that sort of music. I'm not going to rubbish it and say it's a load of rubbish or crap yeah. or anything. It's just that it's not what I'm into. Yeah, another yeah. thing is how can that mm. reviewer, the first one you were talking yeah, about, the, the one moron, about, the about how he was talking about the um, direct the um, director of photography's um, shooting arrangements. He's very, very nice, but that's um, his job. That. How could he have... I mean, I didn't even notice what was going on in the background. I didn't really... He always framed the shots nicely, huh? I don't even. Know. I didn't even see a church or a. No, there was a. There was, was probably a church and some other buildings there. there. If the shots, he, all he's saying is, oh, the shots are framed nicely, but that's his job. Yeah. And if he couldn't do that, he shouldn't be a DOP. Hmm. I rather, uh, I rather a good DOP to work with than, than, than a not so good with DOP. But I, I don't get their worries. I mean, I like the um, fact that the blob looks so. Believable and real. I mean, some uh, something that you'd never think would exist in this world, yeah, yeah. Would, and came from outer space, and then it ta- starts attacking and starts devouring people. And it doesn't have an agenda. It doesn't even have. It doesn't. Um. It doesn't. Well, it does have a weakness. Obviously, the, the ice. And I like to think that when it was um, came from outer space, that considering that a lot of people, scientists maybe, um, say that outside space is the coldest, and I like to think that 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 sort of um, it, when it was inside that that's the yeah, space rock, warm, I, in that space still, rock, yeah. I think that that was probably. It wasn't insula- not an insulator. It was more like it was um, originally part of the blob, but then it got frozen and then hardened from being outside well, of space. And then it became just well, uh-huh. just like a rock. Has and if this, um, you know, the blob stayed frozen, it might have turned into a rock too. If it went a vibe past our Earth and went to the sun, he would have been fried up. Wouldn't that be funny? Very nice. Anyway. Anyway, it's going to go to remakes. Aha. Uh-huh. In 1988, a remake with the same name was made and directed by Chuck Russell. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute. In August 2009, it was revealed that musician-turned-director Rob Zombie was working on yet another remake. Yes, I mentioned that I already. know. Wait a minute. You shut up for once. And we've discussed But he how- later ceased working on the project. Now, in January 2015... Report, he was replaced by Simon West as director of the remake. So there was six years difference there. And it was announced that the film would be produced by Richard Saperstein and Brian Witten together. And that's back in 2015. And I haven't seen anything yet. Me neither. Unless so, it went directly to DVD no, or I've video. On the, on the, I can't find it. Hmm. So maybe they, they said, oh, it's too hard. 
Well, maybe it was just no, not good the, enough. No, well, no, yeah. Or maybe it's still being trying to prepare at the right time to release it. Right. And it's, sadly enough, it's... Um, it's been another six years. Yeah, but <laughs> Mike, I mean, bear in mind, some movies do take, say, so long a period of time to get released. And sometimes it's there would at least be a, a site saying that we are making a movie, hope to release it next year. Yeah. There's nothing there. Well, some movies do take longer. I mean, but, like, look yeah, at I the know. King Kong. Peter Jackson took him a long time to get that, yeah, that release. But sometimes, if it's doing something, sometimes you can find some information. And some movies, yeah. um, after, say, a good pre- preparation of getting it all post-edited and then after, and trying to get it released on whatever distributing company you can think of, um, it probably will take certain number of movies out there to get yeah, released properly but, to the right audience and but, right um, time. But there'd still be something out there, a couple of threads of information, there's just nothing. Just, I think I think it's just died. It's, it's just I often I, think that that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, I think it's died because it's been another six years and there's, there's not one, I can't find one line anywhere. Anywhere. Right. So, I don't know. I would have loved it if Rob Zombie mm. did do it. I mean... There would have been naked women all over the place. That's not a bad thing know. necessarily. I think it would be kind of yeah. cool. I mean, it could he could add a little bit more touch, more gore in, in it. Well, that's another point too. Which could have yeah. been cool. That's now, one of the things I like about Rob Zombie. He's able to um, make mm. it gory and stuff and appeal to so many people. Yeah. I've got some notes on different influences that, uh, this movie has had on other movies. <laughs> and we have mentioned the killer clowns from outer space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um which was, um, I think, is pretty much a total rip-off of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another thing there. Um, where is it? Um, in Monster vs. Alien, uh, it's based on, uh, you know, Bob the Blob is based on the Blob. The blob. Yeah, that's everything. Hotel Transylvania has uh, Blobby. I which heard is, that one, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, he's in there. Yeah. Um, uh, and it just, just goes on and on. Yeah, He's popular. In, in, well, Bob is really a, an, um, a, a well-known character. Bloody. I mean, next to um, the Creature from Black Goon, Dracula, and a number of other... Frankie, s- the Wolfman, all, and all those other and the Bob. type yeah. of creatures. He's in good um, company, even, yeah. he's, in, he's, he's got the... Um, a lot of people know would know him really well off the tip of their heads. And he's unlike other alien movies. He it's he's not one that you um, walk away from, yeah. or even forgot in a hurry. But, I mean, that's the interesting thing. I mean, all other alien movies, some of the alien movies would be either forgotten or Actually, something, but this one still mm-hmm. is remembered. Here's something for you, no. and I don't normally go into this sort of stuff either. I found a bit of trivia. This will be interesting. In 1965, the Blob. The, the, the silicon model thing, whatever the, what he is, was bought by a film collector, Wes Shank. Okay. I believe, yeah, I think he bought the blob, not the movie. And he wrote a book about the making of the blob. That's nice. Con- wait, considering he had nothing to do with the project, hmm. you think he'll get some decent information from the people involved with okay. the project. Wait a minute. Ah, don't say anything here. Okay, go on. According to Jeff Charlotte in his book, The Family, the blob was about the creeping horrors of communism, only defeated by freezing it, the Cold War, writ small and liberal. Literal. Excuse me? Now, Rudy Nelson, one of the screenwriters for the film, that will be uncredited, has denied many of Charlotte's uh, uh, assertions Saying, what on earth can Charlotte say about the movie that will fill a 20, fill twenty three pages, especially when what he thinks he knows is all wrong? <laughs> That's people wrote. So he wrote he, a book about the making of without actually taking for anybody. So <laughs> he wrote this a, a long book about the blob and 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 considers it um, yeah. the fact it's like communism and and yeah. the Cold War, yeah. yada, yada, even though he doesn't yeah. bother to actually watch the movie. Yeah. So people are writing books about it, and uh, there's two guys there. One's Red Red Shank. He wrote a book about it, and they're calling to so-and-so. In his book, The Family, the Bob was, you know, I, why don't these guys actually sit down there and actually talk to people who actually made the movie before actually writing a book? Yeah, um, yeah crazy people. 
Uh, like, so the old guy, just, he, he died after the movie, uh, but a year later. I reckon such a moron can exist out there and write yeah. such an uh, insulting uh, yeah, I mean, article. I mean, I, not an article, but yeah, a book. Uh, uh, these people belong in flat earth society. And I believe the earth's flat and blah, blah, that's the way it is. I'm sorry, it's not. Why don't you go and just get an aeroplane or go on a boat and go around the world, you find out it's actually round. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that the guy yeah. or the guys I should mention who written the um, script for the yeah. blob, um, he, he, was pro- he was probably just imagining a, um, some, a new alien thing. That will interest you. You cannot people. have a dinosaur coming to Earth I mean, yeah, yeah, or popping out of the ground or something. Or, I yeah. mean, most of the time you get your biggest inspirations from life, but I don't think this, this the um, writer at the time was probably basing his stories off of the Cold War or yeah, anything yeah, like that. Know, it's, crazy. it's just yeah. a load of um, Tommy Rot. I know. So, yeah, but two guys, two, I mentioned two guys writing a book. It says one book wrote a book and then the other book wrote a book in the next line. So I'm not quite sure which one was actually, whether they both, it says, it, says it was bought by a film collector, Wes Shank, uh, which I gather was the actual model by the sounds of it. He didn't say the movie. Who has written the book? And then the next line says this other guy, Jeff Shallot, in his book, The Family. So, I don't, so I don't know. Uh, one one of them's an idiot. Yeah. Probably the Charlotte guy, maybe. He probably never watched yeah. the movie, and probably no. He saw the movie, but he put his own preconceived ideas into what it actually meant. Oh, there's some hidden meaning in it. It's no, it's not. No. It's a sci-fi horror made for the kids. Yeah. But yeah, look, look at say George uh, George Orwell wrote Animal Farm. Mm. All right. Yeah, you know the cartoon Animal Farm? Yeah. All the pigs take over. And, well, the animals t- took over the farm. And then the, the the pigs gradually took over and started dressing like the human beings and making laws and everything. And it reeked of communism. But it was supposed to be reeking of communism. Hmm. You see? But this, this is totally different. This is just a story about an alien coming to Earth and killing people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't have any ties in with that sort of thing. I mean, it's so, certainly some movies do um, get key elements from certain things, yeah. like com- like like this sort of stuff. Yeah, freezing up CO two is like the Cold War. Grow up, you know. Yeah. Um, whether, um, whether you believe it or not, um, how else will you defeat um, a monster from another world? But do you think about it? Okay, Cold War. Okay, mm-hmm. in. Um, all these alien movies, it's either going to be heat, cold, or electricity, or something they can actually use locally that defeats them. Exactly. So, what are you going to do? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go into the laboratory and try to find a way to do it, and by that time, everyone's dead. So, yeah. it's got to be something simple. Yeah, yeah. freeze it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, something that's right in front of their eyes, and they thought maybe it w- yeah. if we use fire or a bomb, it might well, destroy. Well, yeah, your bomb, bomb will splatter all over the place. Have lots of little blobs all over the place, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's what the um, do- yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what the Dave said in the movie. He yeah. said when he was contacting Washington, telling them to bring a helicopter in to take. No, I mean, not a, a helicopter, global master uh, airplane in yeah. to yeah. send it to the Antarctic. Yeah. And he said, um, do not blow it up because that would just... Splatter all over the place. They'll place. never get rid of it. Yeah, it would make a bigger mess. It's like mess. termites on a wooden leg. you know. Could be interesting that <laughs> they, they did do it that way, but then it yep. would make a big mess. Anyway, I'm going to rate it. Yes, me too. I like fun B-movies of that period. Yeah, and maybe, just maybe, they probably weren't any taking anything from... Um, you know, it's like, I don't think that they would, I mean, most people would get... I rate it. I know that, but, but I was just going to say that some of these guys out there who keep saying there's an explanation of why their movie's like why this. Why is it so? Yeah. Like, uh, why... The meaning of life. Like, mm. why um, it, it's like, why this, why this movie ends up like this, mm. and maybe some movies may have key elements, like maybe um, some deal with... Um, reality and real life circumstances and that may connect to the movie, but other than that, they're not life threatening or damaging. Look, these the movies world. are like the old TV and well, and movies of the old westerns. Mm-hmm. 
the good guys wear white hats, the naughty guys wear black hats, and they shoot each other, and the guy in the white hat is standing up at the end. That's it, finished. Ta-da! Right. Now, now you continue. Now, now, uh, now, I like good, fun B-movies of that period when they're done well. This fits into that category quite nicely. Mm-hmm. And, I, and despite, and I say despite what that stupid uh, film reviewer from the what, New York Times or whatever it was said, I think Steve McQueen, in his first lead role, did a fantastic job in this movie. I agree. As did, well, I'm your leading lady, so I don't know, it seems not too bad. But Steve McQueen was the main actor, and he, he carried it very well. Um, and I, all the characters are believable. You look at the country town; they act like they belong, they, they belong in a country town. That sort of stuff. The teenagers act like teenagers, even so, even though some might be adults. Um, yeah. Hello, Steve McQueen was twenty eight. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give this nine and a half, ten. I can't. I can't think of any reason to downgrade it. Me neither. So I'm going to give it a ten. I'm going to give it um, a ten two. There you go. Gaya Steve. I know Steve McQueen didn't like the movie. That's maybe because the uh, I, reviews weren't very good, Steve. I think it, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't be surprised. Is he still out there? Yeah, no, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but maybe it has something to do with the fact he decided to get be paid the amount yeah, well, that well, he's been hey, asked to you be paid by the studio. You make his choice. But then when it became such a big smash... It, um, he it, didn't realise, yeah. oh, hell, um, this, this, I could have earned a lot more. Like, I could have yeah, ended up um, with a bigger it, cut. I mean, yeah, he could have got 10%, mm-hmm. which means he would have got 400000 or something instead of um, yeah. 3000 Yeah, and get, distributing okay. um, money But too. I don't think Steve McQueen's gone off out a dollar during his life. He's made, he's made a good career. He did, um, he did do um, great, he did great Escape, the... Um, Papillon. Uh, and the... F- Tower Inferno. Yeah, he did a lot of good movies. A lot of other movies. He showed in a few some westerns, I think, and other things. Mm-hmm. He's played in a lot of good movies. And he was in um, Thomas Crown Affair, even he, though... Yeah, that's the that. movie I've seen before, yeah, Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, yeah he's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah, he's so a good this actor. movie hasn't drowned his career or no. anything like that. It has opened up new roles for him. He's not the handsomest man in the world no, to me. Look, no, no. It's, it, it, that's the whole point. He doesn't look like a Ken or a Barbie. He doesn't, doesn't, but, look, doesn't look like he came straight out of a plastic mould like yeah, some of the other guys he's, do. Um, he looks like a normal he guy. He looks like an ordinary guy yeah. and he pulls it off for any role. And he's got a good he, personality. Yeah. He's a good actor. And yeah. I was just th- thinking this, Just I was just looking at the, um, why, I was just looking up a, a previous um, in the article just not too long ago about um, why George A. Romero disliked war, World War Z, you know, the World War Z, yeah. And I, like it. I found out <laughs> that he didn't like the fact that Hollywood is making, is um, um, putting too much money into um, zombie movies instead of, into, instead of... Any genre? He likes no. creativity. He inspires... Yeah. Cre- to creativity yeah, well, more than um, money. Yeah, that's the whole point. And, that, like and that's, that's what I've said a few times. That it's, it's about the art. It, yeah. it should be about the art, not the money. Yeah. Mm. And that's why I, I do like what a lot of the independent people are doing. Because yeah. they're trying he something likes different. The independent a different people. story, a different style of storytelling. Um, yeah, when where the big guys are going, uh, let's churn out the same crap year after year and see if we can get, get some more dollars out of it. I mean, wh- where's the art? Where is the art? Hmm. Where is the creativity? I mean, come on, guys, if you make a good movie and, yeah. it, and, and put that art and effort into it, you're going to make the dollars. Yeah, whether yeah, you yeah. like it or not, yeah. um, what, what movie would you like to go to? Would you prefer to go to the to the original um, screening of The Blob or would you prefer um, a, the modern, um, a modern move, movie now? Well, I'll, no, I'll, put, I'll you... put this question to you guys out there. I, let me know in the comments no, no. which do you prefer. I'll phrase a different way. What do you prefer? A movie made by an accountant, and bean counter, if you will, or a movie made by people who know how to make a movie? Mm. Yes, yeah, so I put this question out I to you guys. Movies. So <laughs> I put this question out to all of you guys. Um, which do you prefer, creativity over well, money? Yeah, it's got to be creativity, otherwise, the industry will die a sad death. 
Yeah, it seems that um, the industry has been dying slowly. And whenever I think of those special in, those special stream sites that where a lot of more and more of those those famous filmmakers who have been made their name in this industry have been more and more sending their movies there more than the than the actual cinemas, which I well, think is horrible. No, a lot of cinemas. They haven't been able to, you, you're out of touch with reality. Last year, a lot of the cinemas were closed, no, and they couldn't circulate them. They had to release them somewhere, okay? True, true. I just <laughs> meant that, that... Otherwise, they'd be sitting on the shelf. It's just that even the yeah. newest stuff um, that's coming out, that was going to probably get released to the movies uh, now nowadays, um, I don't know why it's what's going on these days. I mean, more and more... Um, I I go I look at the um, I look at the cinemas and they and they don't seem to churn out anything new anything yeah. new or something like original story yeah, ever. I, know, yeah. I mean it's always the same, um, the same stuff. Sorry. I mean mm-hmm. and I'm not crazy yeah. about it because I've look, seen it all before. Look, I remember a few years, about a couple of decades back, they had things uh, several movies similar theme about a female in America, I believe, marrying a guy from the Middle East, taking the baby back home to the Middle East for a holiday, and then she's got to go and sort of try and get the baby back out of the Middle East, where she has no rights as a mother. Yeah, I heard about that That's story. A, I think there's more than one movie made on the same topic. Hmm. Why? One movie would have been sufficient. You know, um, It's been done. Move on. Yeah, Find something else. There's lots of good books you can make movies out of. Lots of short stories. Look what Roger Corman did. He went for Edgar Allan Poe books and made some seriously good movies. You know, there are other good books out there, guys. Now, I don't know about you, but I know how to read. I like to think yeah. some of these producers and would know how to read. Just too. so you guys know, um, about the po- I'm doing this Attack of the Cat People movie at this mo- You know, we're coming to an end, to yes, finishing it's, it's, it it's now. In, Audio post edit as we speak. Yeah, and it. Ha- well, I, I won't. I won't bore you with the details. Just watch her site. But it does. <laughs> it's starting to grow and it's starting to develop and it's putting me on the edge of my seat. The cat people are having kittens as we speak. Yeah, I feel like that. We've gotten. We, I think this is going to be a project that's going to really grow on people. I hope so. It's not a huge. It's not a hugely long movie, it's only about what forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's a mini feature, a bit short. But the idea is we didn't want to fill. We didn't want to put any fillers in it. We want to keep it interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I do think, I do hate when they over, fillers get so overwhelming and. Yeah. So, so let's go and have lunch somewhere and do coffee and stuff. Yeah, it's a very nice day. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, just get into it. Just tell a story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, and that's sure. what it is. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully you'll all like it and see it yeah. and give it and give us some great, yeah. great I'll, comments. I'll let you guys know in four or five weeks' time um, what the um, outcome of yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. So we might have a little premiere here for our local people here. And then you're going to release it somehow on the internet, somehow or other. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna. I haven't made. I am still trying to figure out my plans. How to release it properly? To release yeah. it properly to mm. the world, without um, you know, any difficulties. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. Um, enough said. Enough said. So thanks for listening to this latest podcast, everyone. So I hope you guys may check out the blog and and. Mate, uh, by the way, oh, didn't, I didn't say it, there's plenty available. Uh, and don't confuse it with the 1980s nah, sure. one or the... It the is, yeah, it's a 19... It's a 1958 blob. And do not confuse it with the 1972 one either. No, it's okay. I'm just telling them so they don't get confused. 58, sure. So Amazon, it's available to rent or buy. And there's plenty for sale on eBay. But look, for both of them, make sure you get the right year. And being an older movie, make sure you don't pick a, v- a VHS copy. Because it would have been on VHS as well as I think there's some VHS ones in eBay and other places might have some of the old uh, media, but it's on Blu-ray in some areas as well as standard DVD, so you might get a really nice clean copy. Mm. Yeah, so this is Our worth watching, great. guys, and it's always good to watch a not an early Steve McQueen movie. Yeah, he, to know where he all, he got started at. Yeah, I mean, you got a Steve McQueen and Paul Newman, all those guys. They started years ago there, and people forget the early movies. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's even just, though this yeah, movie, yeah. it's in a 
I do think this movie, uh, it's there's no forgetting it because everyone seems to know it, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those classics. It's one of the, the classics that, yeah. that has never been forgotten. Yeah, people think about them as a classic. Uh, the Blob's a classic. I mean, yeah, considering yeah, yeah. the the, op- the bit the cinema yeah. scene is still f- um, and the most plagiarized or yeah, borrowed has I've been, been used yeah. over and over, and it's still movies. and still people remember it as the the Blob. Actually, I think moment. I've seen in an advert. You know, when running out of the cinema, I think that sort of an advert one year. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was in a documentary for Alice Cooper. <laughs> yeah, it was. To you, super duper Alice Cooper or something. Like that. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. awesome. I loved it. And had some had some old uh, silent movie versions of Doctor Dicklum's The High. There as well, mm-hmm. very good footage. Mm-hmm. We, we won't do any old silent movies because Sarah won't let me. We will one of these <laughs> days. I just want. I just trying to go through as many of uh, older old ones originally. Just once finding again. excuses not to do the movies. No, I am not. <laughs> Don't believe this man. He's lying. Just <laughs> okay. like just like he lied about other things. Would you buy used calf, this man? No. no. Okay, right, right. So, okay. anyway, thanks for listening to Slash Podcast, everyone. So, this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast. See you guys around. Bye, guys.